Okay, so I'm back on the road, back in the car, and I'm going to do an impromptu catch-up and just let you know what is happening with the podcast and um, uh, what's happening, I suppose, at Birdwood Guitars as well. So before anything else, welcome to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder. Um, Alright, a few things have been going on. I've started doing some videos again um, on the YouTube channel, which is, of course, uh, the Cigarbox Guitar Builder YouTube channel. And I have been doing a, um, uh, a little bit of a, a competition for, with myself, basically, which was uh, not copying, but taking some elements of uh, Del Puckett's um, how-to videos and building a cigar box guitar or guitars using some of uh, Del Puckett's build methods. Now, why have I done this? Well, obviously I've been building cigar box guitars for a very long time and I love the cigar box guitars that I build. If I didn't love doing it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep doing it. But you you get a little you get a little tired of building the same thing over and over and over and I really just wanted to kind of change things up a little bit and and, um, and I don't know mess around with a couple of ideas that I'd seen Dell do and uh, also pulling a couple of ideas from the old Japanese uh, guitars that I the six string guitars that I love as well the old 1960s Japanese ones which in, in many cases were kind of put together with bits and pieces as well I kind of look at those as the cigar box guitars of the six string electric world um, so what are some of the elements uh, of Del Puckett's builds that I um, I wanted to play around with well the first one of course was um, the zero nut I had never made a cigar box guitar or even uh, a six-string electric guitar with a zero fret before. So I thought, okay, well, I'll give that a go. That's the very first thing that I wanted to do. Um, the other thing was creating a back angle, back angle, not angle, back angle on the guitar neck. Um, and the the way to do that, or the way Dell does it, was to... If you think about the tenon that runs through the body of the guitar, the idea would be that where the fretboard is attached to the, to the neck, where it touches the body of, of the box, where, you know, on the, uh, at the end of the fretboard, sorry, the end of the fretboard, uh, you basically do a cut down the length of the, uh, the neck tenon towards the rear of the guitar and cut out more at the back and less at the front. So you've kind of got this diagonal um, triangular cutout when it, all come, when it all comes off. So what'll happen is that the, um, the, the back of the neck at the rear of the box pitches up and it forces, so it'll, it'll sit flat on the neck, which of course forces the neck to dive downwards. Now, what that does is it will pitch the um, the strings up 
and they'll be higher at the bridge. So it actually just, it increases your brake angle over the bridge, uh, whether you've got a, a traditional bridge. I, I think it would work best on a traditional bridge where you can you can raise it up. I don't necessarily think it'll work very well on one of those Fender Stratocaster style, um, you know, the three or four string bridges, those bolt-on bridges uh, that are intonatable. Um, and they've got the string saddles and stuff. I don't think it'd work very well on that because I think the strings will come up too high and uh, you won't get, I don't think you'll get that height on the, um, you won't get that height at the bridge. Uh, and that's, I suppose, why you would see, you don't see uh, Gibson Les Pauls, for example, with Fender Stratocaster style um, bridges. So, that was, the, uh, that was the second thing that I tried. Um, the third thing that I tried was really not being quite so precious. Um, like, uh, for example, the, the, the hole for the, um, for the pickup, the, electri- uh, the electric guitar pickup or magnetic pickup, quite often I would use new pickups uh, which had pickup rings so that when you when I cut them out there would be a ring over over the cutout which invariably can be a little bit plain looking sometimes if, especially if you if you if you ha- if you've done it by hand for, for example with a dremel or with a knife or with a saw a hand saw um, I for these latest builds that I've done have actually opted for some vintage pickups uh, and some reclaimed pickups, which don't actually have the uh, the pickup rings. So I've allowed myself to be a little more rustic with the cutouts and not be quite so pedantic um, and treat it more as a folk instrument, more as um, uh, a, a, an in, I don't know, an industrial thing, you know, something that's quite... Um, there to do a job first and then to look pretty second so I've allowed myself to do that which for me is a is a bit of a um, uh, a bit of a struggle because I generally uh, I've taken a lot of pride in making sure that everything's pretty much perfect and looking you know and I'm trying to get more into that more rustic style of build where it's more or less function over form it's got to it's got to work, and it's got to it, and and the way it looks is not necessarily the first priority. It's got to perform well. It's got to sound good. It's got to play really nicely. So that would be the second thing, and then the, uh, sorry, the third thing, and then another thing that I've also done is the way that I have mounted the electric guitar pickup into the body. Uh, normally what I would do, because I would usually use a pickup ring, uh, I would spring load the pickup into the, uh, into the box and the, um, the height adjuster screw would generally go through, the, uh, go through the box and I could raise and lower the bridge as I, as I needed or wanted. Now, these particular ones, what I've actually done is I've cut the hole for the pickup, but I've actually mounted the pickup on little blocks that I have glued to either side of the uh, the neck tenon. And those pickups have been screwed directly to those pieces of timber. 
Um, now, I will certainly not say that they ha- that has improved any resonance or any of that garbage, whatever. It's, I don't think it's any of that makes any difference, really. I've got to be honest with you. Um, but with those four... Oh, and a fifth thing, sorry, which... Um, which is probably one of the biggest changes for me. Everything else is almost a little bit, like you can, you can kind of get away with it a little bit um, if you're comparing. But the one thing that really stood out and was quite different was the fact that I haven't done the neck through the back of the box type of setup. What I've actually done is I've used um, aluminium and I've cut some aluminium out and I've created a stop tailpiece at the very rear of the guitar body or the the, the cigar box guitar bo- body. Um, now that has uh, there's something about that. There is something that I think is um, it seems to I, I don't know if it seems to be a little more resonant or it just it it, it created it has created a slightly different feel for me um, and it could be utterly um, based around, or this statement that I've made could simply be based around a personal feeling I've got. Maybe I've approached it differently or I'm playing it differently or it could be that the strings maybe have less tension because there's an inch and a half less string. Um, I've still used a 25 and a half inch scale length which I'll probably cut back on again to a 24-inch scale length. Um, so it, it's it's really been quite interesting using this um, this these aluminium stop tail pieces. Oh, and one other thing which I which I did try on the very last latest build that I have done, which was actually a guiding nut. Um, the issue that I had on the first guitar that I built with the zero fret was that I had to guide the strings onto the zero fret and I used some big screws and I didn't really, as much as it was form over function, function over form I suppose, um, I didn't really like the way that necessarily looked. So what I did with the, the latest one that I did by using the zero fret, I ended up cutting it so that I had a nut uh, at the end of the fretboard, just behind the um, the zero fret, and I'd cut it right down to the fretboard, and that was the string. Uh, so it's basically a string guiding nut, and I love the way it looked, and I it works perfectly, um, and I'm really, really, really happy with these uh, these two latest builds very very happy indeed um i won't change all of the guitars that i'm doing but the traditional models of guitars uh they're the ones where i use that that i've opted to use a uh, a timber bridge um i really 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 like the way these particular builds have actually come together and i'm really enjoying the way they sound and i'm actually enjoying the way they feel when i'm playing finger style or when i'm playing uh, and fretting the notes the action is ridiculously low 
really low. So, couple of things that you would definitely, if you're going to go ahead and look at this, um, my very, very strong suggestion would be go and check out Dell Puckett's How to Build Videos, okay? Um, obviously, you're welcome to look at our website, our um, YouTube channel as well, but the whole idea of doing this was to step out of my comfort zone, and I thought, well, what the hell, I'll take you guys along for the ride. So I have got a couple of videos up on the Cigarbox Guitar Building YouTube channel, but go and check out Del Puckett's videos uh, on his YouTube channel, and I, I'm looking forward to actually, I'm hoping to actually be able to get back in contact with Del and um, and interview Del for the podcast. Um but in the meantime, I'll chat with you about my discoveries uh, of doing this. So a couple of things to keep in mind when using a zero fret. Uh, the action was and is crazy, crazy low. Okay. So something to keep in mind is that you must make sure <coughs> your frets are absolutely level. If they're not level, if your frets are not level, they are going to buzz like crazy, right? So if you've got a, a, a low fret behind a high fret, you are you are going to really, really, really pay the penalty for you know for bad fret work with uh, with these with this type of fretting uh, with this type of nut. It's it's extremely low. Um, something I don't like about it, it's. It's so low that I um, uh, playing with a slide for me. I, I usually, when I play slide, I like to have a, a, a guitar set up with the action quite high, um, and it, it's rather interesting to 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 play and have to be very 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 light uh, light on with the slide. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, I did raise the bridge on the very first guitar that I did, and when I say raise the bridge, I'm talking really probably just just a tad shy of a millimeter. And I did find that that helped out a little bit. I, I certainly don't want to raise it up so much that uh, it's it's extremely high uh, at the twelfth fret. Um, uh, the reason that that becomes a problem is of course with intonation when you are uh, pressing the string down to the fretboard and uh, and playing the guitar in that in that way uh, it will go out of tune if um, if you are playing it like that so that that can be a problem um, that'd pro- that that's probably the realistically the only thing that I have uh, discovered with with the guitar is that yeah just that very very low action it's it's made it quite interesting to um to to get used to get used to that um but it's not a bad thing it's certainly not a bad thing um just something to get used to that's all um and that's basically it so why did again why did i decide i wanted to go and do this well the reason i decided i wanted to go and do this was to try something different and trying something different is one of the things that cigar box guitar builders are utterly fantastic at. 
you know, when, whenever you pick up a, a different box, you're always trying something different. Whenever you pick up a, a, a different length of timber, you're trying something different. Um, this, for me, was a really big step, um, trying something different. Um, I'm not sure who I'm going to have a look at next. I may end up having a look at Chicken Bone John. I love the way Chicken Bone John does his necks. I might even have a little look at um, some of the things that, that, that he's doing. And um, I'm very interested to, to, to hear if you guys are trying something a little bit different, giving something um, different a go. So anyway, it's um, that was it today. Uh, that's what's basically been happening uh, for me. I'm looking at getting... Uh, better equipment for podcasting and um, than my phone because that's basically what I what I record onto is my phone. So I'm trying to set up uh, a bit more of a, a podcasting situation. If you do want to um, support the show in any way, you can go and support the show at Patreon. Uh, we do have uh, the Cigar Box Guitar Builder uh, uh, account on Patreon, which you are very, very welcome to support there if you wish. Uh, if you don't, the best way you can actually support the show is just by telling your guitar building and cigar box guitar building friends about the show and about the back episodes. We've got some wonderful episodes with some wonderful people and I'm looking forward to interviewing more in the coming year. So thank you. Uh, thank you for being patient with me over the last few years. It has been very sporadic, but I'm really hoping um, with the help of my good friend Darren to, um, to bring you more content. So all the best, keep building, and remember, go out there and have some fun. Bye.